Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, everyone. The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes. And like all of those episodes, it may contain spoilers. So consider yourself warned. If you like what you hear, head over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers to listen to tons of bonus content. And now, without further ado, here's your exclusive Patreon clip. I realized that I think this and Resident Evil were really good gateway horror films for teen girls. You know, Resident Evil is R-rated, and this one is sort of R-rated, but... yeah. I mean, the violence seems less extreme in the Underworld movies, if only because it seems a little more fantastical to me. But I think the fact that there's these two kick-ass heroines and the movies Mm -hmm. were alternating between each other. I think we talked about this on our Resident Evil audio commentary, too. But Like, because that was 02, this is 03, and then, like, the next Resident Evil is 04, the next Underworld is 06, and then Extinction's Mm -hmm. 07. It's, yeah, it's it's, like, alternating years, so... Um, also drink, by the way, uh, this is all exposition. (laughs) (laughs) I won't lie. When I rewatched this in anticipation of this audio commentary, one of the things that really stood out is how overly complicated the mythology is. Like to a certain extent, I'm just like, say that you're at a war between vampires and lichens. Also stop saying lichens, just call them werewolves. And she does call them werewolves at one point when she's talking to Michael. She's like, oh yeah, for you laymans, it's a werewolf. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But it's so funny. When I was 13, 14, like I was like into all this mythology. I was like, yes, mama, give it to me. (laughs) Well, and if you look at the reviews for the film, a bunch of them actually praise this film principally less so subsequent installments yeah but they talk about how oh you know they kind of did the work it's got great visual style in terms of the gothic architecture this is filmed in budapest by the way and a lot of critics said yeah i appreciate that they went this extra mile in developing a deep rich world building mythology which i agree with yeah i think it's just that they presented in an overly complicated manner yeah it's this screenplay needed another like look-see or two um just to simplify things because again it's really not that complicated but they just keep explaining it and re-explaining it and re-explaining it yeah i think there was one part where i just i didn't understand why craven was in charge oh get ready to drink again oh yeah drink for that 
I do love the look of it, though. She just hits the ground and keeps on walking. I mean, Celine is a badass. Like, hey, Beckinsale. She's fucking great. I'm truthfully, like, surprised that she came back for all five of these movies. Especially when, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, she's a bigger star than Scott Speedman. And even he peaced out after the second movie. Well, also because his role sucks. Oh, it's so boring. (laughs) (laughs) I liked him more on this rewatch. I was appreciative of the fact that he has, I think, the hardest role to play because he isn't very exciting until the end of the film. Very much so. I, I also appreciate too. I mean, like, so right, you know, we're in this subway and we just like bust out guns in full view of the public. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things that stood out for me is this reminds me so much of the kind of climactic scene from The Matrix. Like, I think this movie owes a oh, lot to yeah. the lobby scene in The Matrix, particularly this sequence. Well, and this would have come out the same year as, I want to say Revolutions. That was 03. No, maybe that was I Reloading. So. I think they're both they 03, might, actually. Uh, they were like a year. They might have been the beginning and the, the end, end of, of the year. year. So, I, yeah, it's either 2003 or 2004. Well, also, um, Kay Beckinsale married director Lynn Weissman the year after this came out, but they divorced back in 2019. Oh, man. Can I tell you about the rabbit hole? I fell <gasps> down researching the relationships because she was fucking Michael Sheen. Oh, yes. She is the reason that he is in this movie because she was like, hey, Len Weitzman, can we get my boyfriend into this movie? And then she cheated on him with Len Weitzman. <laughs> okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So I thought I thought you went the other way. Also, I love the, the, this Ray's guy when he just goes, blood. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. every trailer for this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the most unrecognizable I've ever seen Michael Sheen in the movie and in, in, in anything, by the way. What's weird, I have to look up his age because he looks really fit and hot in this movie. And I was like, how does this compare to the way he looks in something like the Twilight movies where he's got the similar long hair, vaguely European, and there's a good 10 years difference, but he is hot in this movie, apart from the hair. See, and yeah, like, I agree. I, I mainly know him from this. I did watch all of Masters of Sex, and um, he oh, right. he plays Liz's, uh, Tina Fey's obnoxious boyfriend, Wesley Snipes, in 30 Rock. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, I'm also looking at his thing, by the way. So he, he's been married five times. <laughs> Whoa! Kate Beckinsale from 95 to 03. Some woman named Lorraine Stewart from 04 to 2010. Rachel McAdams from 2010 to 2013. Sarah Ooh. Silverman from 2014 what? to 2018. And then he's been married to someone named Anna Lundberg since 2019. Um, hmm. I mean, no shade. The problem might be him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just really likes marrying women. I guess. <laughs> anyway, so we have a big shootout, a big scuffle <laughs> in this mm-hmm. subway. <laughs> 